So, as I was saying, you anointed the talisman, and the rules are you've got to carry out three human sacrifices over the next three days, or else the world's going to end. If you want me to help you, you need to permit me entry. Does that permit me entry? Yes or no? Is it real? You have to say yes. Just say the word yes. Say. Look, if you say yes, I'll, I'll, I'll stop, okay? I'll go away. You never hear from me again. Like, this didn't happen. Just say yes. Say it. Say it. Come on, say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. Yes. We're gonna go for a joyride. You've just made a wrong turn heading south onto strange highways. Enter Death's waiting room if you dare. Welcome to Strange Highways. I am Paul. And I'm Terry, and I promote your entry. Yes, and um, and I, um, I, I'm okay with you telling me what to do over the next three days. Like, I don't know if I'm a knife guy, but I'm definitely a hammer guy. I'm more of a smashy guy. What, what do you call, you're a basher. I'm a basher, right? <laughs> so Yeah, I, yeah. I'd be a basher, too. Right? Um, I think that's, I mean, you're going to make it count. So we'll, we'll talk about that more a little bit later. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun with this, folks. Like, yeah. let, get ready. because Get uh, ready. Good Lord, this is fun. <laughs> For a couple of reasons. So, yeah, get ready. Well, one, welcome to Strange Highways. This is an anthology-based podcast. Uh, we've been talking about the Twilight Zone. We covered the original series and both seasons that were available on Paramount Plus that have been taken away that was produced by Jordan Peele. And we just finished... We just finished uh, season one of the 80s iteration. We've taken a little bit of time off. Uh, all was it, 59 segments. We had uh, Richard on the show. It was a lot of fun. Very long episode, but considering how many segments and how long that season was, I think it was a worthy discussion. But now we're going to take some detours here on the show. Um, we're going to get into some other things, which, um, like, so to, to reset this for a moment, Terry, if you'll let me. Um, uh, Strange Highways, name of the show. It is uh, taken from a Dean Koontz novella called Strange Highways, where I don't know, like it just. I always like going into different spots and just figuring out where the road's going, and like that feels like that's the best title for an anthology-based show. That's not. We've talked about a lot of Twilight Zone, but we're not Twilight Zone specific. With that being said, after the year and a half that like are almost two years getting through that first season of the eighties iteration, we deserve a little bit of time off. There has been a lot to digest in all of these different episodes and segments that I, I just like, we put so much hard work into it. There is a lot that we want to discover outside of this. And it's like, as much as we are a little bit more centric to the twilight zone universe, I think we just need a little bit of a, a cleanse. You know, it's like, like something else, something different. And we're going to do that tonight. And I, I'm, I'm so excited about this. 
No, absolutely. And like, so we're going to take some detours for a bit. And also I'm going to front load this by telling people, you know, if, if you're listening to the show, re- recommend things to us as well. We always talk about that at the end of the episode. Um, I, we're we're going to like, we, we, Terry and I have not like specified like a certain amount of time between our, um, like after our watch of the first season of the iteration of the 80s Twilight Zone to the second season. I don't know. I think we're going to take a few weeks off, which we did. We did that also last year during October a little bit, if I recall, like we got halfway mm-hmm. through and we took some time off. Um, let's just get weird, right? Like, I think, like, I think we're, I think we deserve a little bit of a victory lap. Um, we have something fun planned for next week too. I cannot wait to get into it, but everybody else like recommend things to us. Anthology based. Um, like it's not solely anthology based, but like, I think if you're listening to this, you kind of know our wheelhouse. We're down to talk about whatever, but yeah, like, please let us know. And yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. like all the fan favorites, like there's been a lot of things that we've discussed in the past. They may come full circle finally, um, you know, showing our hand a bit there. Uh, be, like, uh, you know, some of our uh, co-hosts that we've had, like, kind of, you know, spot in. Uh, Richard has brought some really interesting stuff to the table. And I, 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 I thank you so much again for Richard for being on. Uh, but, like, don't, we, don't thank him too much. He'll go to his head. He'll go to his head. We don't need that. <laughs> Yeah, I just I just want to hear other voices. Like I think that's the most important part of this because it's not just us two guys talking, you know, over you know the microphones. I we would love to hear the feedback. Like yeah, absolutely, us to, yes. and not necessarily a like break apart something or break something down. Uh, just a really deep dive because I think there is a lot of people out there that really don't know the inner workings of some some of their most favorite storylines you know well yeah that's and fair. i think like, that's that, where we are that that's where that's we're where at with we this that's where the appreciation is for the twilight zone and also like not to get too far afield from the other show that i do that you've been on multiple times with invasion of the podcast the whole goal is to always like we love the things that we love and we want to celebrate the things that we love but we also want to shine a light on the things that we love because you may not understand you may not not understand it's not the right word but you may not know that there's people the involved that make the things that you love that they might be like connected to other things too. Right. Like, and that's, that's the best part about this is that you um, find things that you like and you're like, Oh gosh, these people were part of this and they're part of this too. Let me check it out. That that's where, that's where things grow. Right. So that's, yeah. that, that's always been the part of this is like, it's very additive, not reductive. That's always been the yeah, goal, it, right. And I think this, uh, this episode in particular is kind of a, representation of that yeah. uh, I there have been plenty of people that have talked to me about black mirror prior to even being a part of this um podcast which is it's a fascinating thing because it kind of comes full circle now like i you know as much as i love twilight zone this was still something that was uh like in the lexicon of my knowledge prior to even being a part of this podcast mm-hmm. and that, that, i think that's such a wonderful thing and I think there are a lot of people out there right now that look at this, or the uh, you know, like Black Mirror, and then they're like, I don't know what Twilight Zone is. So maybe this might be an introductory. So that's fair. Like, and also, like, to, like that that's true. So we're like, we're going to get into some Black Mirror tonight. Uh, and by tonight, I mean whenever you listen to this. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Um, it is uh, Black thirty Mirror, years from yeah, now. thirty years from now, right? Yeah. Black Mirror season six, episode five. It's called Demon Seventy Nine. It is the last episode of season uh, six. 
because uh, the like after because the la- I think the last Black Mirror. Sorry, we talked about San Junipero on our break halfway through the season of the Age Twilight Zone, and I brought right. you San Junipero. It's one of my favorite pieces of television ever made. I adore that episode, and I know yeah. that you're. We also talked about a White Christmas as well, didn't that we? Before that, yes, yes, and that that yeah. is that is a sledgehammer of a, like a segment. So people need to go back and watch that. My gosh, that is horrific. <laughs> like it keeps hitting and hitting and hitting and hitting. And Terry there's was, a reason we keep on coming black back to black. Mirror. Coming like, back, I, coming like, black to Black Mirror. Yes. Um, no. Yeah. Um, and even even wow. uh, you know before you were part of this, and I drug you into this. We we talked about uh, was it uh, was it fifteen thousand the fifteen million merits or whatever the episode was called, and then uh, White Bear, uh, which White Bear ties into yeah. this a little bit, right? Um, I. I adore Black Mirror because it is it's it's like um it what's what's there there is a wrestling move called the Shatter Machine. I feel like that's what Black Mirror is, right? It's like it is it finds ways to break you apart over and over and over again. With that being said, though, um, it is and we're getting into this tonight. It's the episode, like I said, Demon Seventy Nine. Um, spoilers: If you've not seen the segment, stop listening right now. Please, please, Good please, please, please watch it. Don't Good listen to Lord, our conversation yet. Stop. Yes. I, I like I actually talk to people and are like, I'm never gonna watch it. I'm like, but what I'm about to tell you is not gonna encapsulate what this episode is yes. really about. Yeah. And it's like I, I I had to describe this to my wife because my wife can't and here here's a, here's like some, you know, spoiler alert. There's a little bit of like death and gore in this that you maybe like the faint of heart can't handle but i if you can if you can get through that good lord is this such a great episode and also understand like there's a purpose for it you know know, there's a difference there right so with that being said yeah just if you're familiar with black mirror as an entity and you've seen everything else coming in you know that um like charlie brooker you know he he's the master of like the double fake right but then you also can tell so here's the thing i'll tell you terry I know that you are not as um, well watched with the series as a whole as I am, and that's not—it's not, it's not um, a negative. It just is what it is. Um, I've watched all of it, and people were kind of shitting on the season, which was like five episodes, because there was a gap between um, season uh, was it four and this one where they did that um, that choose your own adventure episode called um, was it uh, Bandersnatch. A couple years right. ago. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It takes the piss out of like, you know, what you think you know what's going on. It's it's a great, it's a great episode. Go watch that. Choose your own adventure and come up with your own ending because there's multiple, right? It's a lot of fun. Um, people have said like, oh, I don't know. This one is not as great as the others. And it's like, and they're like, oh, I don't know if Black Mirror has said everything they need to say. My argument would be like, same thing with like, I'd throw it like, um, talking about whenever any um, series that has been shouldered by a single creative, not that I'm saying that Charlie Brooker has been the only person writing episodes for black mirror, but he's been the person overseeing the majority of it. And we're going to talk about the the director and the co-writer. Cause he's one of the co-writers of this episode in a second. Um, you, you can't tell me that's not dissimilar to Serling where you can't, you can't separate Rod Serling from the twilight zone you can't separate Charlie Brooker from Black Mirror. So there's always an expectation of like, oh shit, 
I know what happened. Like it, you can only you can only pull the 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 tablecloth out so many times, right? Where people keep expecting the tablecloth to be pulled. So like, where can you go next, right? And I and feel I, like I think yeah. I think we just recently experienced this for Jordan Peele. Like some yes. There, well, I, I I would say there was a a deferent a deferential between what he was doing for film and what he was doing for uh for tv and it's like people are like but this isn't like what you did for horror you know like get out so i'm just i'm like i well i what do you want this guy to do like he's not going to move mountains like he's trying to do something different so like the law like the failure of what the new twilight zone is is solely on his shoulders, and it's like you can't put that on the dude. That, that, that's can't. that's true because because what was it? There was that episode in the second season that we covered called Downtime. That was the one right. he wrote, right? If you remember that one, um, mm-hmm. and then like he was always like the he was the he was the surrogate for Sterling. He was like what he called the narrator or whatever you call him, the the presence, right? And right. he was like one of the people overseeing it and was approving like different voices coming into that room. And he wasn't the only one. I'm not trying to say like we can't like oh he wasn't the only person involved, but that's fair, right? Like his yeah. his own singular output. Like um, however you feel about like um, Get Out, which I think is a masterpiece. Uh, Us, I need to revisit. I really, really dug it, but I need to revisit. Uh, nope is really interesting and in what it says, but it's like you know. But the thing is, like he's at least making like compelling films that are his own voice, right? But when you bring it into a TV thing where you bring in multiple writers and multiple creative people, rightfully so, there's a difference there. Same thing with Charlie Brooker. Like, as much as he is, like, the guy that's, like, in charge of Black Mirror, like, and then this one's co-written by him. And we'll, we'll talk about, um, um, uh, was it, uh, Bisha K. Ali in a second. Like, people are, like, shitting on the season where it's like, well, it's not quite the same thing. And I would argue to you, Terry, which I know that you're going to like, we'll get into this like glowingly. Um, that's not a bad thing that you're, you're going to go this far in and then completely flip the script because um, as much as you've seen Black Mirror, this is not like any other episode you've seen of the series, right? Uh, like, let's just put by it that far, way. It, yeah. is, it, it is so different from everything else that has been produced. But there's also um, still a social commentary and a through line, which I think is important. Well, I think, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, there are there are blueprints here, and we'll talk about that in a moment. I yeah. mean, as far as like the music and, and you know the structure of yes. filming and that, it's still masterfully done. I think that this is like I'm just going to put it out there, guys. If you're still listening to this podcast right now, I I think this is my favorite episode <laughs> of, of Black Mirror but, but that I've also, watched so far. Also, I know Terry. Uh, like I've I've loved you for years, but it's like I knew this was gonna be this is gonna be your jam. <laughs> like I yeah, I just knew it. Like you know what I mean? Like you can you ever tell somebody like oh I know you're gonna love this. Like you yeah. know like it's just and, uh, I, I had a feeling. Sake, I hope I hope if you are still listening, if you're like the one of ten people, um, for God's sake, please turn this off if you've not seen this episode. Tune in, watch it. Like it is definitely worth your time. I think, uh, you know, Brooker is like still firing on all cylinders yes. when he's doing something like this. Well, yeah, because there's, there's a couple other, episodes, there's five episodes in the season, right? And this was the last of the five in terms of like how it was presented on Netflix. Um, there, the first episode was called Jonah's awful. Like that's the most black mirror of the episodes for the, for the five, meaning it was dealing with like, um, 
AI generated content and like it just watch it. It is it's that's, that's on brand. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it came out right before the writer strike and the actor strike. It is it's one of those things where it's like Netflix gave the the green light to him to make this. You almost feel like they're like, shh, 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 don't do this, right? It is it is a really, 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 really. As you're going episode. through a writer's strike right now, um, yeah, it's, it's a, a fun, it's, it's a, a fun episode because it speaks to everything that you're worried about, and and yeah. it does. If, it in if like, you're listening to this yeah. in the future, in July of 2023, there's still like writer strikes that are going on and right actor now. strikes um, and everything because of like yeah, because there's it's a, a story. A right now. There was a story of like background actors being scanned for a day and getting paid and then never yeah. working again. Um, God, like. You've not. I know. Nightmare. I know you've not seen Terry. I know you've not seen Jonas Awful. Uh, watch that, and it's like it's the full realization of how bad that can get. I'll just put it that yeah. way. So, yeah, um, I, I listened to a, a director's uh, podcast, and he is like whole hog. Like, does like part of all of this right yeah. now? And uh, you know, Mick Garris. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a fan, and I I commend you, man. Like, yeah. keep it strong. So yeah, we support all of them, right? And like, absolutely. So um, let's get into it. So yeah, we've given you multiple spoilers here. Here, here, here's the spoiler alert. There you go. That's a spoiler. I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, it's a it's a Charlie Brooker yeah. episode. So uh, yeah, we we gave you a lot. What, what about what about what about this? What the what, what about this is a spoiler? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> so well not yet yeah. not, oh. Oh, oh okay okay great one last one well maybe it takes longer according to how big it is well this is a big one all right yeah downright it's big it's a big spoiler alert so there we go so 18 well, minutes in by the end so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so yeah please Let's get right into it <laughs> oh, if you if you have netflix and you have the access to black mirror Please, 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 please watch this without like I know I played a little bit at the beginning. That still doesn't really tell you what the episode is, right? So, yeah. all right, Demon seventy nine, Demon seventy nine. Yes, let's go, dude. Like yeah. this is let, this let me, is it. Like, let's get in. Let's get into who did what here. And also, I got to apologize to everybody. Uh, Terry and I talked for like ninety minutes before we got into this, and like I've been drinking so. Whew, and we'll I sobered out. up in that time. So that's, he sobered up, and I did not. So this is going to be this is going <laughs> to so be. So I'm trying to play catch up right this now. This is going to be so a I'll, goddamn train wreck. So I apologize in advance. All right. So all right. Um, yeah. considering a lot of these um, credits are going to be British actors, and I, uh, I, I will do. I'll do my best to stumble through this. So please. All right. So let's 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 get into who did what day and date is a couple days ago. So whatever. Anyway, number one film Barbie. That's not. I'm kidding. Anyway, so. Um, directed by uh, Toby Haynes, uh, he actually directed an episode uh, in the previous season before Banish Snatch called the USS Callister, which I would recommend to Terry to watch. It's a lot of fun. I'm not going to say why, but just check it out. Uh, he also um, did a few episodes of uh, Doctor Who with, with Matt Smith, which I've seen them. I can't recall him as a director, but I'm a fan. Um, and then also six episodes of Andor. Did you watch Andor as a series? Yet, I have no? not. I I. I I, I have to. I don't like the characters, but yeah. No, no. Please, <laughs> please, please, please. It, you will. I promise you. You'll be I, turned I, I around on it. it, I, ha- I have to watch them because I love Star Wars. So no, it's like you know. Andor has no right being as goddamn as good as it is. I just, I don't, yeah. I just don't like that character. So, but, but, <laughs> but watch, but watch this. <laughs> He said, then you'll be like, oh shit, I actually like him. Like it's. He's a douche. No, he's a douche. Yeah, but, but 
is a douche with a purpose? I don't know. He anyway. just needs a football in his hand all the time. <laughs> He's just a douche. Um, sorry, you, sorry, you mean you mean yeah, you mean actual football, not like a soccer ball. Sorry, a soccer ball, what we call a football. Uh, if any, uh, yeah, if anybody's listening, listening overseas, which you're not, um, <laughs> <laughs> you're probably not listening outside of Ohio. Uh, I, I promise you, Terry. Please watch Andor. You will turn around because it is like I think you I think you appreciate like the more grown up Star Wars. Andor's amazing. Like I had like as well as things where I'm like, why does this exist? It is so goddamn good. So anyway, so, I mean, yeah. there's some, some really creative writers, so, but it's yeah, so we'll good. get into writers yeah. now. So writers of this episode. Okay. You're taking over um, now. So, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So we got, <laughs> we got Charlie Brooker, <laughs> which we know being the mainstay of the series and I'm shoving you aside. So please, cause we talked about this before about like names and things. So, um, and, uh, Bisha K. Ali, uh, they, they are uh British Pakistani, uh, and they were a head writer on Ms. Marvel. Um, and they did some writing on Loki. So, and yeah. they, they did a, an actual live action appearance as a reporter in Spider-Man far from home. So have you watched, um, did like, I know that you, you're much more, uh, let's, let's, let's tell everybody you watched all the Netflix, uh, Marvel stuff. I fell off after a bit. I need to get caught up, but you've been a trooper. Have you watched Ms. Marvel or no? I have actually, uh, my wife and I completed all of that. Um, we've completed all the way up to, I believe it, it is, uh, oh God, it, it's after Miss Marvel. Like, like we've done all of that. Okay. And like, I, I would say my wife is probably the biggest trooper of them all because she doesn't really have any investment into the Marvel. So did you like Ms. Marvel? I thought Ms. Marvel's, uh, I thought it was a delight. I thought it was a really fun I, series. I actually think that Loki and Miss Marvel. Marvel were really well written, and I, I know she was part of the production crew too. Yeah, no, but I, I Ms. Marvel is a lot of fun. Um, and then we're looking like, was I'm the, really excited to see the, the, new the film. Marvel's film because the young lady that plays Ms. Marvel, I forget her name off the top of my head. This was her first acting role, and she is yeah. so good. And it's just like, you just want to, you just want to go up and just hug her and make sure everything's okay. You know, like I, 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 as much as like, I think that there was a lot of like, um, hate on the character and there's still hate right now. Like, uh, again, like this is being, uh, July of 2023, there was the announced the, uh, the death of Miss Marvel and the comics. Yeah. She, I mean, like that's in a part of the universe, but there are so many people just being like, yay, thank God. Well, no, like, because like, Kamala Khan Lord, as a character a good... has been around for a bit, like in terms of like, that was the character that was brought around as a new Ms. Marvel for a couple years. Um, and it resonated, right? Because I don't of know representation. where the comes from though. It's like, is it, it, does it have anything to do with her being Pakistani or something like, or does it, no, no, just, just, just white asshole males don't like the idea that things change. And it's just, it's yeah. garbage. It's garbage. And like, and then whenever Ms. Marvel first came out as a streaming series, it got review bombed before it even showed up. And then also here, I don't know if you know this or not, um, because of the writer strike and the actor strike, um, ABC is going to air Ms. Marvel, like, like on broadcast soon. They're going to do like a two night event where they air the first three and then the second three episodes that it might like meaning like they have no content, which, you know, screw you, pay your writers. But also, I'm happy that Ms. Marvel as a, as a series is going to get more exposure, 
right? Like so, but but the the important thing here to point out is that uh, Bishop Ali is uh, British Pakistani, which will like feed into the story we're talking about. But I'm right. glad that you watched. I I think Ms. Marvel's a, a delightful series. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I think it was well crafted, and it was a it was a, a good romp. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't see what the, I can't wait to see what they do with the character. But I also like her family. I like her like her father that was like dressed up as the Hulk. <laughs> I don't, it's it's neither here nor there. But I love like it was it was a joy to watch. It was a really fun series. That's like that you know what and, I mean. And, like, and, yeah. and, like and we can have cultural things that can yeah still. We can learn about other. We can we learn about know. other like cultures and other races with like you know what I mean. Like just why is that a bad thing? You know, like it's not a bad and we'll, thing. We'll, we'll, and we'll get kind of into that. Yeah, for a second because here, there's a yeah. big um, there's a big uh, fear of minorities and racism in this episode. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so all right, um, we've talked about this a lot. Anyway, everybody go check out Ms. Marvel and also like you know yeah. Anyway, so here we go. We have yeah. uh, uh, let's get into the cast here. Uh, Ajana. Ajana Vassan as Hiddick Hook. Uh, she's our main character. She was in Killing Eve. Uh, she had a small part in Nosedive, which is another Black Mirror episode, which I don't think you've seen. It was from season four that has uh, Bryce Dallas Howard in the, the main character of that episode. It's it's a really, really fun episode. Um, oh, so. this is the one she, she um, she's. She has to build up credits. Yes. It's social media credits. Yeah, I have yeah. seen it. It's, it. Dude, that's a great episode. It's so good. If and anybody it, wants to, that is such a wonderful episode because I think it is so well steeped in like what's it, going on it, it now. It keeps getting louder and louder, <laughs> right? It's like, it's, it's almost the same yeah. thing as like how was it number 12 looks like you? Nosedive yeah. gets louder and louder. So if we want to ever, call. if we ever want to talk about Nosedive here on the show, people, please. Let us know. We'll bring you on. We'll talk about that episode. It is yeah. a lot of fun, but also um, terrible <laughs> in terms of our lives are terrible right now. So, yeah. So, she was in that for a moment. Uh, so, that that's her. I don't know if you have anything else for her in terms of notes. Uh, she was also in a Cinderella live action. So, you know, like we kind of revert back to like Marvel and yeah. Disney is everything because she was also in Spider-Man Far From Home. Yes. so Very uh, small role. But. Yeah. Uh, we also have uh, Papa Esadu as Gap. Uh, is it Gap? I think it's Gap versus Garp. I think it's Gap. I, I think it. I think it's Gap. Gap. Uh, he plays the main demon guy that we're going to talk about here for a bit. Uh, he was <gasps> in Gangs of London, which is a series on AMC Plus that is... Uh, I need to watch. I've heard nothing but great things about that. Oh shit. It's, I forget the name of the director, but he did, um, the raid and did apostle. Like I, this is a series. I need to oh, see. really? Yes. Uh, he's also in the new series on TBS. Like I think it's called Lazarus project. Uh, he was also in Alex Garland's men, which I need to see that as well. Um, this, this gentleman, he needs a, he needs a rocket strapped to his back. Cause he is charismatic as all get out. Oh, wonderful yeah. actor delightful right like get him in everything right so yeah um after that we have uh Catherine rose morell as vicky which i did not like not because of the actress because of vicky you know f vicky anyway so a lot yeah. of british things i'm not familiar with i wrote that in my notes a couple days ago um so yeah a lot of british work vicky is a bitch we'll talk about vicky later she's a bitch yeah Am I yeah, wrong? I, I, I'm could, not I wrong. couldn't really bring. I couldn't bring anything to the conversation there. <laughs> I, I've never, 
Yeah. I, and that's kind of where we're at for a lot of these. That's fair. Actors. So let's, 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 we'll burn through this, right? So we have David Shields as Michael Smart, who is like the main political guy. We'll talk about more of him later. Uh, he was in one episode of Doctor Who, but it was in the Jodie Whittaker run, who was the most recent Doctor. I've not seen that. So I'll get there when I get there. I, I do like a lot of Doctors, like a lot of Doctors Who. I've not gotten the Jodie Whittaker, Whittaker, not because I'm anti- uh, woman playing the doctor. I've just not finished the the Peter Capaldi run before. It, it just it's a thing. I've not finished it. I'm, I'm not judging. I've just not gotten to it yet. But anyway, so neither are there. Next person we have here is Nicholas Burns as uh, Keith Holligan, the shoe sniffer. Um, he is um, the Mighty Boosh, the IT crowd. I've heard about both those things. I've not seen them. I know I'm sure you've heard of them, but you've not seen them as e- either. Um, what, what, I don't know if you have any other notes from anybody else here. He was also in The World's End. Um, oh, shit. I um, I recently... Um, in an I, episode of Doctor Who. So. Okay, great. I recently watched um, the Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg, oh, what's her name? Julie Stevenson, uh, Spaced mm. series. That was two seasons. Yeah, oh, it's a delight. And then like, and then um, Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright would go on to do like, um, like you know, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz and The World's End. I adore The World's End. That's a fun movie. I've not seen it. I've seen Hot Fuzz. I've seen obviously Shaun of Dead because it's a masterpiece. Yes. Um, you, I, we you, may discuss uh, something from Simon Pegg's here soon. Yes. Um, we've kind of more recently discussed him. Uh, that's kind of on the plate. Um, but you yeah, and I need to like, sit down and watch the world's end at the world's end. I think you and I together and holding hands and watching it, you would really, really appreciate that film. It's a, it's a good time. It's, it's the third of the Cornetto trilogy that, um, Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright did. So anyway, so yeah. yes. Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, so I, yes. Um, I have some other people here. I don't know who else you have in terms of uh, cast and crew. No, I, I mean, continue. Okay. Uh, I, um, I, I didn't have anything more for okay. Nick. Sean Burns. Dooley was Lynn Fisher, was in Misfits, which was like, I know that was a BBC thing that was kind of like uh, a bunch of jerks with superpowers. That was like kind of a thing before people really got into like superheroes as we know it. Um, so Glenn Danzig wasn't in this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he was also a voiceover artist and then in Broadchurch, which had David Tennant uh, and Doctor Who. Haven't seen that one he was in as well. Um, and then some game work. So good on him. Uh, Emily uh, Farron as Susie, four credits. Uh, and I wrote my notes. Hope you have a long career because this is like early start for her. So that's what I wrote. Thumbs up. Um, what else do I have in here? Um, nothing of worth. Um, let's see here. What we got. So I have yeah, Nick Holder uh, uh, for Mr. Duncan. He played, he was also in World's End. Okay. Uh, um, and Joshua Games or James, I'm sorry, Joshua Games, James. Okay, I did it again. <laughs> uh, he plays Chris Holgan. Um, he is the brother of somebody we're going to talk about here soon. Yes, uh, he was in a episode of um, Black Mirror as well. He was in episode four. Uh, I'm sorry, season four, episode three, uh, Crocodile. Uh, he was oh. also in Andor as well. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, we'll talk about like, yeah, we'll get into some of the like there's there's some callbacks in this. So dear God, I am um, I am um compromised and it's 30 minutes in. So um talking to everybody, this is a 74 74 minute segment. Uh Terry, like how how long do you think it's gonna get us to get through Demon 79? 
but that's where we at with this because um, uh, I, I think it's I think it's worth a, a really good conversation. So buckle yeah, up, Buttercup. Yeah, right, right. Um, let's uh, let's throw this out there right now. I love the intro to this episode. I think it's so much fun. In terms of like the zoom in on the flat and the music and the title card and how it's like the scratched film, it is of a time. It is wonderful. It feels so reminiscent of so many different 70s grindhouse films that like this opening sequence, it, it just it, it brought me in immediately. Mm-hmm. And I was feeling sick when I first watched it. I was like, wait a minute. I'm awake right now. And all of a sudden it's like, then you get to the, um, you get to the title screen. It's like, Oh my God, this is like total grindhouse right now. And I was was like, I was sold immediately. And they like, they had the little bits on the bottom too. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, what is this? Like they're invoking something that I want so bad of this series right now, you know, cause everything that we've seen from, black mirror has always been futuristic and always like kind of transcending like like that i want something that makes me feel like i'm not watching black mirror and i immediately felt that so i'll point out that one this is like i said this was the last of the five that was put up on that in terms of watch order um there's three segments in this recent run that are um of different times right they're different time and place and this one like, specifically was 79. And I, I just, whenever you got like this, like, like not, not, um, not hammer horror, but like, um, you and I talked about was it asylum. Did we talk about asylum yeah. here? Yeah. This feels like that was that kind of like amicus horror, like, like title card, like the, here we go. Let's get into it. I adored that. But also, I don't know if you noticed this or not. It said black mirror presents a red mirror film. I don't know if you saw that or not during the credits. I did not notice yeah. that, but that's so, a good call. So the whole thing is like, like uh, some spoilers here in terms of like, like uh, knowledge that uh, Charlie Brooker like pitched the idea of a red mirror like series to Netflix. And depending upon how well this one was received, he might do more red mirror stories. And I'm like, really? bring it, bring it. Right. Cause I think that's, that's more of like the campy horror side of things. Please. And thank you. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, even if they don't uh, sign on to it, you know who it's going to shutter. Yeah, right. But I like Dude. the idea that like he understands that like um, there is limitations in terms of like his storytelling approach of like technology being like 15 minutes from now. But also he is like still aware of social commentary. But it's like, why not get into the supernatural spoilers, everybody? Like, you know what I mean? Like if it took you six years or sorry, six seasons to get to this, I'm all in like, don't get me wrong. Right. Like, but the fact that he wanted to delineate this and call it a red mirror film, just that, that makes me like, that makes me aware that he knows what he's doing. Right. Like I, I dig it. I mean, I really, he's really playing the long game and that, I mean, yeah, at this point now in his career, he should. Yeah. So um, not to drag this out too much. My God, there's a lot to get into here. So we get uh, Nidia, right? Um, who she is uh, Pakistani British, right? And uh, meaning that this is where she's lived. We don't get the idea that she grew up somewhere else, but she is for like all intents and purposes, a minority living in England in 79, right? That, that That's the vibe that we get. Um, she lives a simple life, 
wakes up each day, makes her food, and goes to her um, department store. Was called Possets, and we get this whole like sequence of her trying to live like live a good life and be a nice person, right? Uh, and but kind the, of like practicing yeah. in a mirror too. Like there's a really yes. good shot of her practicing Smiling. a smile. Yeah, because that's not in how a mirror she feels before she even gets there. But she's trying to fit in. Right. That's the whole thing. Right. right? So then, uh, but then while she's working there um, and we end up seeing like um, while she's in the shoe department of Possets, we have this whole montage where she's helping people and people are really dismissive of her. Like nobody looks at her directly. Right. And then um, there's a bit where she's eyeing a mannequin that has a, like a red leather jacket, which they'll pay off later. But we meet Vicky. Vicky is a goddamn bitch. Vicky is, is I mean, Vicky should have been called Karen McCarrenson. That's what Vicky should have been called. I'm not wrong, right? And she looks like a little twerp too. It's like, yeah. what is she like? 17 years old, and just, it doesn't matter. She's like giving yeah. guff to her the entire time. Yeah, no, Vicky's a bitch. I wrote that in my notes. I'm sure it's going to show up again. Um, but then, like, the whole thing is like we get uh, uh, Nita. Uh, like sitting in the break, like, sorry, in like the, um, the room with like, like the stock room eating her lunch. Yeah. In the back, she's eating her lunch. Um, because she's Pakistani, uh, British, she has a different background in terms of like what lunches she wants to make. Right. Like, come on, like whatever. But then like Vicky's like, well, it's, it stinks back here and I'm about to go on break. You need to go help this weirdo. Right. Right. So she goes out. To help, like, Louis C.K., who's, like, sniffing shoes or whatever he's doing, right? Like, um, tell me I'm wrong. Anyway, so um, this weirdo that's out there. And then and then he's just like, didn't that guy kill his wife? She's like, and Vicky's like, nah, I'm going on break. <laughs> like, it is so, like, that's, horrible. That, that's totally your horrible, problem right, right now. But then when, when uh, Nita goes like, outside, Vicky does, like, the sniff. Like, did you want to just punch Vicky in the face at that point? I wanted to punch Vicky in the face at that point. So totally. Cause yeah. I'm like, why would you make this a concern right now? Because it's like, basically she said, um, I have to go on break in five minutes. He, that's going to be your customer because I, if I talk to him, I'm going to be over my lunch break time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like what a trooper here. Like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so then we end up having me to go out to, to deal with, um, Weirdo McGee, who, um, like, the, everybody knows that he killed his wife, right? And he's been, like, this weirdo. Yeah, and, that's like, the talk of the town. Yeah. The small he, town. Like, he looks like, the, do you remember, like, Woody Harrelson from, like, Kingpin? Like, later on with, like, the comb over? Like, the weirdo thing? Anyway, so. but yeah. I, I was thinking of um, a Lord of, uh, no, I'm sorry, Harry Potter. There was the <laughs> one character who, like, looked like a rat. Oh. And he turned out to be a rat. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. You've right? seen yeah. the movie. You yes, watched all the movies. You know I, I, who I'm I, talking I, I, about. I, yes, and I can't remember their name. It was uh, a like rat, rats, dude. rats, McMagic rats. I don't know the name, but yes, yes. Anyway. Yeah, you better go talk to your wife because she probably knows the exact character. <laughs> no, she's probably right, but like she's like banging on the door right now. No, I no, know who it is. No, but the whole thing is like I don't want to acknowledge that that seriousness because I don't want J.K. Rowling to get any more goddamn money from it. <laughs> no recognition. No, she's yeah, a transphobe, and it's. It's garbage. Anyway, so yes. Which, by the way, in terms of hating the other, that's going to tie into this in a minute, right? So anyway, yeah. so there we go. So, so we'll, we'll stick with Rat McGee here. Rat McGee. Um, so Keith, sorry, sorry. Rat McGee, Keith is a weirdo that everybody knows to kill his wife. So 
Uh, so and uh, and Nita has to go out and like like size him up for shoes. And he's like, oh, I'm a little bit large and oh, you know what that means? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. So then, like, she goes to like sell him the shoes, and he's like, oh, I can't afford this. Can I get a discount? She's like, no. He's like, well, like, but then. Here, like here, I'll put this to you, Terry. Were you expecting this brief uh, fantasy sequence? It is really fun. Oh my god, that, that's actually when I fell in love with this series again. Like, I mean, I, I love everything about the series, and I can't wait to watch all the other episodes. But as soon as I saw this sequence, and again, for good, for God's sake, if you have not seen this, you will be so jarred. She takes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but again, we keep putting spoilers out. But yeah, we get her fantasy sequence of him, of her taking Keith by the head and dr- like, uh, was it choking him? She chokes him. Yeah. Like, like just chokes him out. Right. And then he's like, oh, oh my God, like, it's so good. I, I, and, I, sorry, and, I got that confused. We get with kind Vicky of like later. that yeah. scrambly, yeah. um, like, uh, like popcorn, uh, film. The, like, I was hoping that we had gotten the film grain through the entire episode, but we didn't get that. But this was very a grindhouse moment of like the wee wee like whatever it was, like the Kill Bill moment of like I just I choose violence, right? I, like, I th- yeah, I, yeah. I think that was a really interesting touch here, and it we'll was, see that but, again. But I'm saying like if you're gonna do like a hammer like grindhouse thing, I would have really appreciated like the the view of that film stock through the entire thing. That's just me. And I, yeah, I I I like I love Nita's like just like losing her <laughs> shit too. Like, yeah, she's she so reserved the yeah. entire time. Yeah, and then uh, at one point, um, yeah. So then, um, so then, like, she snaps to and like writes down on the ticket or whatever, right? And then he leaves, and then Vicky's like, "Oh, records, he's into you." Yeah, Vicky, you're terrible. Let's put it that way. So then, and like, thanks for showing up, bitch. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. Sorry, Karen. Sorry, Vicky. Anyway, so, so then we end up having Nita walk outside for a moment. This is when we meet Michael Smart. I'm sorry, Greg Stilson. I'm sorry, sorry, Michael Smart. Sorry, Greg Stilson. Sorry, I'm making a dead zone joke. Right. So I hope you appreciate that. So anyway, um, I'm not wrong. <laughs> I know you've read The Dead Zone. You know what I'm talking about. So anyway. I've, I've read it and I've seen the movie. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, so he's giving like a stump speech about like, you know, like protecting, like just you, he seems like um, very um, so innocent. Martin Sheen? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah but Michael Smart. Yeah. Not, yeah. Martin Sheen seems very um, like um, innocent enough of like for the well-being of the greater good. But he does like a side eye towards Nita, who is, you know, Pakistani British, right? Like, and you know, whatever. The whole thing is like, oh, we can't let this area fall into like the other area where like, you know, like, you know, minorities went into. <laughs> like this whole thing of like, ugh, ugh, stop being realistic. You know, anyway, so anyway. So and it, it just know. like it just doesn't help the scene too, because everybody else around her is Nita white. Is yes. White. Yes. Very white. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So, yeah. So then, like, um, the, cause the neighborhood's under threat. Right. So then we end up having her go home that night, uh, to buy some food at like the local, like, uh, like deli, whatever. Bistro or whatever. Bistro or whatever. So as she's walking home, there's two, Punk ass bitches that see her, whatever. Anyway, so that'll pay yeah, off. Yeah, they a just look, they looked like some punkers. Actually, I think where she went, it looked like it might have been a record store. 
I well, think, I think it was, was no, I think it was a butcher that was nearby because they had was it? yeah it was a butcher that had like the different things labeled for whatever right so then she goes home and her little flat with her little door outside and then we end up watching her um, like watching a TV Eating show French fries yes uh, chip uh, was it fish and chips and there's the band that she's watching that it's like this disco top of the pop this is whatever. a real band too Boney I M them up yes. You looked them up, right? So I did look them up. Yes. They're a legitimate band, like so, I was like, and they were they were a thing in the seventies. Yes, like so. Terry, they I, have can, a. Lo- <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I spoil that? Um, we may or may not hear a, a hit song from them at the end of the episode. Pony M. Oh shit, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so let's go. Is it not catchy? Because I cannot tell it's you. Very catchy. Like, after I, watching I, this. And I kept like running around my house singing part of the song that we'll talk about later. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm already grooving to it right now. Right? It's not even playing in my oh, ears. I just know that you and I always don't agree. Like, you know, I I own music. People need to you need to hear what's coming at the end of this episode. Anyway, yeah, three hours. So, from either now. way, yeah. But anyway, so we have her falling in love. Like, we see her crushing on while like the main people on Boney M singing a song Rasputin. Spoiler. Yeah, you um, could yeah. see it's a little like a, yeah. a tinge of "Hey, what's up?" You know, and it's like, "Hey, you know what? He's actually a pretty good looking dude too." He is it's a good like, looking dude. Yes, yes. And, like the whole band looks good. Oh like, my gosh! Yes, I mean like yeah. disco, like totally disco. I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna bump some rails and just hang out with Boney M. Right, that's what's gonna happen. Right, they can Boney M me anyway. So, um, so then the next morning she's about to go to work, and then as she's leaving, she sees something. Uh, on her little, like her door, like the lower step, right? Like the door, whatever, what it is. A little hesitance. Yeah. When she, like, we don't see it away. for a second. And then she drives away and we see the national front logo, which like, that's, yeah, that's an actual thing. So that's yeah, what, like, and it's like an iconography that yeah. like is starting to be it's built an up thing. It's basically further and further. It's, it's a white nationalist Nazi party. Right. So that's right. And that's a legitimate thing that ha- was going on. So we're not like, let's not especially in that. Britain at that time. Yes. So that was spray painted because they realized like, oh, your skin color is different. And so um, what's frustrating to me, I'll say this right now, is that uh, colonialism that the British Empire is like, oh, yeah, we'll take over a bunch of people and like, you know, take over their, their assets and make them our own. But then how dare you try to be part of our empire? Right. So they yeah. had like the, the British Empire in terms of the, like their colonial outreach, in terms of like the terrible things they did. There's so many people in Pakistan uh, and um, like India and other, other places where they have oppressed so many people. Right. Like it is horrific. And I'm, I can't speak to it. But how dare people that are under your rule show up in like your backyard. Right. And they're like, oh, it's the minorities that are a problem. It's like, no, no, no. You took advantage of all of them. How dare them show up and want the same, like, rights and, um, not rights, but, like, opportunities, right? Like, it is. And meaning that, like, we may not understand, um, you and I may not understand, like, the political um, landscape of, uh, like, Britain. I'm still trying to understand it at this point because I've I've been listening to a lot of punk rock lately. And a lot of these uh, bands that have come out of that scene, and there is a, a wide array of political statements going on at that exact point yeah, when these but, bands. But you are understand that, like it's a it's a it's it's a it's a thing in chaos where 
the representation's important, but it's also like, like, how dare you like, like, um, take advantage of others, but then try to be like, Oh no, they're the problem, not us. Like, you know what right. I mean? Like there's that. Yeah. We I, can't encapsulate any of that in this podcast, which, like, which also I mean, too, like briefly, let me point this out to you. Like you watched all of the Ms. Marvel series. They talked about like, um, Oh, what was it? Um, Oh, the, not the separation. What was it called? Where like India and Pakistan got split, right? Like there's a whole right. big thing where it was and the trains th- were taking them over. Like you and I can't understand like the significance of how horrific that was and how cataclysmic it was, right? For these right. people, right? But the British people are like, "Oh, we're pulling out. I guess you're separate nations now." Like it's like it is. It's it's so horrible, and then to know that we end up having the this character, this the, our person that we're relating to that's living here, that. All they've known is other than their mother, which we know that the mother's past. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, like their identity is like, yes, um, I am uh, Pakistani and this is like my background, but I'm also grown up in like, you know, London, like just, I don't know, man, like credit to um, uh, Brooker and, um, oh, I um, was uh, Bisha K. Ali to speak to time and place. To kind of point out like the dichotomy of like of existence, right? Where people are gonna shit on like, oh, it's the others that coming in. It's like, yeah, but you wouldn't have your wealth or, or um establishment without you oppressing others. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's very gross. And it's just like, and by the way, I'm not saying that you and I as we're living in like the US that like we don't have blood on our hands or oppression on our hands, but the two things aren't unrelated, if that makes sense. No, it makes complete sense. Yeah. I mean, like, there's plenty of people that uh, I, I think the uh, the general American public that were like, ah, I don't, I don't think they understand my language, you know, and they just uh, they walk away from them and they walk over to the white person. I think that's kind of like example, like an example of what's going on mm-hmm. in, in this episode. It's like no one wants to talk to. I hate to say it, but the brown girl, you or, know, yeah, that's people really color, shitty. Right? Yeah, yeah. So then we find out that like her bosses, her boss comes over is like, Oh, well you can't have, you can't eat in the stock room because your food, which like, he's like, how about vegetables or whatever? It's like the whole thing is like, so or like a cheese, a ham and cheese sandwich. But then like, maybe your people don't eat ham. It's like, yeah. well, what the hell? Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's like make all assumptions here. And it's like, yeah, Vicky would really appreciate it. And it's like, uh-oh. Yeah. And like, you see that look in his eyes, like, maybe I shouldn't have said Vicky was the one that complained. <laughs> and then she looks over at Vicky, and Vicky's like, got this, like, weird smirk on her face. Like, yeah, it was yeah. me, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you going to do about it, right? <laughs> like, so then, I would have just, like, so, so do the manager's like, right to her face. Like, and the, but, like, we got, we, like, Anita's like, well, but I also brought food that I want to eat for a minute. And they're like, oh, what about the basement? <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. dear God. Like, and, and like, the, yeah. the, the extra statements that said yeah. dude, manager, keeps on making. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you know, this is far away from the uh, the public or whatever. Yeah. What, what is that? What he said? Like something like, to the effect. But like he's like, at least he's self aware. I'm not saying he's not an asshole, but like he's aware of how 
Wasn't terrible this guy in Harry being? Potter? I think that he was the uncle in Harry Potter. Sure. Because he's yeah. like a oppressive dick. Yeah. Um, but at least he knows what's going on versus Vicky, who, well, be fair, she knows what's going on, and she's like, I'm going to be the uh, Karen of Vicky's or whatever. I don't know what that means. Anyway, so, so yeah, Anita uh, goes into the basement, which is, like, covered in dust, and it's, like, you know, like, whatever, and she's sitting at, like, one of those roll-top desks, which... I don't know, man. Those are kind of cool. Like, I kind of wanted one of those growing up. I thought that was I kind, I kind of want one too. Yeah, <laughs> like, but then she's pretty like, badass. Yeah, they're they're great, right? And then she's digging through some articles. We find out like multiple tragedies that would happen before because also her manager's like, oh, uh, Mr. Possett would go down there and like by himself with his thoughts, whatever. So as she's eating her food, she's looking through these different articles that shows like multiple people dying from like suspicious means, and then she's compelled to look at a drawer. And as she goes to open the drawer, it pricks her finger because as you do, right? Because, you know, poor. But then she ends uh, Everything up, is pointy. Yeah, everything's pointy. That makes me think of what, what was it? Was it Demons? What's that film? The the film from overseas? Yeah, Demons. Yeah. Like, the mask, I love that movie. The mask. Like, <laughs> yeah. Pricks, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it makes me think of Demons. I And also, if this, if this, if this episode would have ended with her, her Running around on a like a motorbike with a samurai sword, I would not have been wrong about. It. I would not have felt bad about that. Yeah, anyway. while uh, yeah, while heavy metal is playing, like yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so like her finger gets pricked, and then she ends up pulling this drawer open, and she finds I call it a totem, but like whatever you want to call it, it's like it's basically like a small talisman, what they refer to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what a talisman. Or, yeah, but the, um, the 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 image on the talisman, I hope you appreciate. That's a very much a callback through Black Mirror. It looks like a like a football goalposts, right? Like yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, we're getting some like black bear. Uh, sorry, white bear shit going on. Black bear, cocaine bear. Sorry, white bear things going on. But then like the blood uh, laces out. The laces out, McGinty, right? So, um, but like, yeah, she bleeds on it, and then she goes back upstairs, and like whatever, right? So then that night she has the talisman, and that plays the beginning of this, where the talisman starts talking to her. And she throws it, and we find out that there is a presence um, telling her, like, you've been chosen to make three sacrifices before May Day. And this thing talking to the talisman, it's a demon named Gap, right? Um, Dude, I I love this sequence because it's like, yeah, just say yes. Just say yes. Just say yes. (laughs) And it's like, well, I guess I'm going to say yes. I I mean, like, and all of a sudden, like, the lights dim, and all of a sudden... You can hear this heavy breathing. Yeah. I just love this sequence. This feels the most horrific of everything that is going on. This is the part the part that Terry loves. I want demons. And you get it. It's almost as so if I, heavily. It's almost as if I love you as a friend and I knew that this would be your like, you know. I just I jam. just like the idea that there's no light and all of a sudden you hear no, this heavy th- breathing. It's wonderfully it's feel it, it, it's so wonderfully done in terms of like the shot of the silhouette. And then she's freaking out. He's like, oh, 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 oh. let me pick. He's like, like shaking yeah, his hands. Yeah. Like, wait, 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 wait. Don't, don't freak out. Like, I guess this oh. is not what you're used to. Have Have you like, I, like, I don't know. Like, um, have you seen good omens or not, read not the yet. book? 
Sorry, go ahead, please. I thought you were talking about if I ha- I thought you were going to say if you have uh, uh, experienced demons in your house. I'm like, not yet, but not yet. I'm, I mean, you, I'm get, you get a bug bomb, you're good. No, but what I'm saying is like, I don't know if you've read Good Omens or have seen the series. It's very much like a, uh, was it um, Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett thing? This feels like that too, where the, there's the demon of like, oh shit, oh, 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 I'm being scary. Let me find something in your mind that's more approachable. So then. He reaches into, you know, Nita's mind and it's like, pulls out like the lead singer of uh, Bonnie M. Yeah. And I love Gap. I love that he has these big flowing shoulders and like the platform. And I love that his whole thing is like, oh, oh shit. Am I a clown? Like, I love the actor that plays this. He, he plays it so straight. I like, my gosh, I need him and everything going forward. I need, um... What's his name? Uh, Papa Esadu. I need him and every goddamn thing going forward. He's so. But here's the here. Oh, yes. Here's the chef's kiss. He has the nails. Yes. These nails are amazing. <laughs> but I God, just, I, just, I just the way he plays. I everything. wanted these nails yes. in high school. Like, yes. Because <laughs> he's, he's like he's like school. a disco cocaine god, right? And he's like, oh shit, am I yeah. a clown? But I love. And then he goes to her, and he's like, hey. We're here in this together. I lied about like you told me like to go away. And I'm like, I'm not here for that. And then he's like, we need to kill three people before May Day or else the world's going to end. And there's the brief bit where he like, like, like shows her what would happen. And that's, that's a very terrifying bit where she believes God. the world's burning and her running around the apartment and him just being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's going on. It's, it's, it's equal parts terrifying and funny. Uh, yeah, because he's like just sitting there, like yeah. watching her going around the room, and then like from her point of view, is like, oh my god, chaos! Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, like, there's people screaming outside because they're on fire. I'm like, wow, <laughs> like that's a that's a lot to ingest at that point. So yeah, so after she finally kind of calms down, he's like, yeah, we need to go do this. So they go wandering outside as much as she doesn't want to do it. I I adore the sequence of him kind of just like showing up around everything. I it just, the actor plays it really, really well. Like it just, it's so fun. It's so fun and mean. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like that, like, you know, like, um, like, you know, dark humor of him just showing up every three steps where she's doubting herself, but he keeps showing it's up yeah. so well. Oh, like, my it, like, it, it, yeah. like, just like, I, I, I mean, we've seen stuff like this in the past, but at the same point, it's like what we're doing, it's like so seamlessly done. It's like single shot. And all of a sudden he's there and yeah. there and, and there. there. And it's there like, and there. how did they do that? No, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. But then she's near a canal. There is a gentleman like walking a dog and then Gap's like, hey, you need to kill this guy. And she's like, what are you talking about? He's like, you have a brick in your hand. <laughs> she's like, no, I don't. He's like, yes, you do. Like, like, it's like she has a brick in her hand and then he would actually show her um, like what would happen with people if they lived longer and it turns out this guy is a monster towards his daughter over and over and over again and then like she like like finally like identifies this and clocks this dude in the head while walking a dog and he falls in the canal right but then the dog runs away and so one of three uh like sacrifices of it have happened, right? Yeah, the, so, ta- the talisman shows that uh, one has fallen. Yes. So she has to have three sacrifices 
and, and like what uh, in a with seventy three, with two hours hour period, space. like to 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 delay the um, destruction of the world. So right before May Day, right? So then, yeah, then she runs up to her apartment, and throws up. Fair enough. And I like that he's like, you didn't, you didn't flush. Anyway, I just, I love <laughs> like the chemistry between the two actors. Not like they are, they, they work really, 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 really well. Like I really like that a great deal. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think that the banter between the two of them feels very genuine. Yes. You know? So uh, then, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually hilarious. <laughs> no, it's a lot of fun. That's again, that's why I thought you'd appreciate this. Cause it's like, it is, um, it's mean, but funny, like, you know, but it's also heartfelt, but funny. Like I, I thought this was like, like Terry's wheelhouse in terms of things. Right. So, yeah. So then, um, what was you found it? it? Yeah. Like, I know, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, what was it? Um, so then we find out like the rune change to reflect the one death and then, um, uh, Gap admits that this is his first assignment, and he's like, "I got to do this right, whatever." And then, uh, like you know, so then the cops are getting involved at this yeah. point too. <laughs> the cops are involved, kind of. Yeah, it's like the whole thing's kind of weird. Where like the one guy is like, the, I don't know. It's the whole thing. It's like he couldn't be bothered, but then his his assistant's like, "Yeah, um, this person's missing." It's like, "Yeah, who cares?" The dog came home without him. It's like, oh. <laughs> Like I like I like that too. I don't know. I, I really dig that. So then they find that, and then the next evening, um, he uh, was a gap shows uh, Nita the news of um, she's trying to ignore everything on the TV. He's like, "Hey, there's escalations between the east and the the west, like in terms of like the cold wear. Something's going to happen. You need to kill somebody next to keep this from escalating, right?" So then that's when they um, go to the pub. And before she goes to the pub, though, that's when I, we talked about this at the beginning of the episode about her finding a weapon. And she goes to grab a knife. He's like, I don't know about this. And then she grabs the hammer. He's like, yeah, you're more of a basher. You're a basher. <laughs> that's a fun sequence. I, I don't know why. I just love it so much. Right. So he goes, he's like, oh, you got to pick somebody. He's like, do you have any alcohol? And she's like, no. And he's like, but what if you did? You know? Like, so I, I like that too, where it's like, let's go to the bar and, and just like drink triple scotches. Yeah. She was like, I don't drink. He's like, well, what would you drink? He's like, uh, I guess I would do a scotch, double scotch, two double scotches, three, three, triple scotch. Cause she needed to get her courage up for like what was about to happen. So I understand her going to the local pub, but also there's a bunch of side eyes that's going on where it's like, she's like the only person of color there too. And it's like, it's one of those things that like, I like watching it the first time through, like it, it, it's like, Oh, you know, she is awkward, mousy, like hiding in the corner, drinking the triple scotches, but there's not just the bartender, but like the, the the other part like the wife that works there I don't know who she is right but the one yeah she's like yeah. Uh, like kind of a a, a, a yeah. waitress of sorts or you know something she's of the that one nature. that does the side eye from the start right but then so we well this, with, yeah. here's the fun thing yeah. that's actually the uh, woman that she served at the book uh, yeah the, the, the shoe place store that, yeah the shoe store yeah yeah during the montage earlier in the episode which. It's one of those things that, like, if you don't pay attention, you don't think about it. But then repeated viewings, you're like, oh, shit, that makes sense, right? Because it does come back later, for sure. But then 
we end up seeing, uh, you know, our, our main character sitting in a corner, like debating about like who's supposed to be the next victim. And she's like bitching to him and complaining, but nobody else sees gap. Yeah. Right. Like, gap is like still trying to be like, Hey, this, this woman did this to her sister. This guy did this to all these other people. And it's like, but the, at the same point, she's like, I'm looking for the person that needs it the worst. You know, like I need the, I need to feel satisfied if I'm doing this right now that I'm doing it for the right reasons. But she also wants to get liquored up just well, enough. No. She needs, she needs to be um, dissociated from her. Right. So that's when we make uh, sense. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. Right. Like, I mean, we all need to be dissociated talking about this tonight. So, uh, but that's yeah. when we end up finding, um, what was it? What, Keith, the, the gentleman who was the, the weirdo shoe guy, that um was yeah, hitting on her he, that, he is uh the yeah. the guy who apparently murdered his wife or no killed his and, wife and like yeah yes yeah we find out like so he's there looking at her she's looking at him um and then he leaves because you know sure he goes to take a piss and then uh gap is like like uh hounding her to be like just go do it just go do it take your hammer hit him and then it's like this whole awkward thing is like oh you've seen me with my uh my penis out Guess we're good now. Can we just go shag? Or you know? it was like, you, have you been following me? Because I, you were the one that like, yeah, was trying to sell me my shoes. You know, it's like that's. I mean, that's a meat cute if I've ever heard of one, <laughs> but in the weirdest is, way. Is, is that how you met your wife? And you're just taking a waz outside, and then she came up with a hammer. Is that what happened? No, I'll explain it off, uh, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've told me before. Don't get me wrong. It, it, uh, it didn't involve a hammer. It was more of a screwdriver situation. People well, I, were... <laughs> I, I call it my hammer, but it's not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> to, sub out, to sub out the waz for a dump and then sub out the, the hammer with the screwdriver. Love at first sight is what I'm saying. Like, I just, I don't know. Anyway, I know I was part of your wedding party. I got, I got the details, right? I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Close enough. <laughs> no, you guys were a wonderful couple and you're great together. It, it did not involve actively shitting or a screwdriver. Let's just put it that way. So, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Anyways. Right. So, yeah. all right. So then, um, so then he ends up like bringing her back to her, to his place, which is like a dump. Gross, it, gross, like gross, 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 flat, yeah. probably in the area, yeah. like not a good area at all. And then when she walks in and like, especially examines his, his bedroom, if you could call it that well, before the bedroom, was, he like they're downstairs and it's like, it is. Like it is like not hoarders, but it is like gross. It's like, what if an Arby's like crawled up and died in a room? Like that's where we're at. It's so bad. And then he's like, what about the bedroom? She's like, yeah, it's better. Right. And then it's like, what was it? Like 14, 15 minutes to midnight. So it's like the like gaps yeah. in her ear. Like you need to do this. And then they go. And there's, there's, there's porno magazines on the floor <laughs> being kicked underneath the bed. Yeah. As you like, do. Uh, yeah. Keith is a winner. <laughs> just right? like, yeah. <laughs> well, at least in this scenario, he is definitely a winner. But then they're about to do things. He's like, you know what? I should probably clean my penis. And so he goes in there to clean his penis. <laughs> I'm glad you said it that way because that's legitimately. Yeah, I'm what sorry. It is. I mean, I'm sorry. If you're going to, if you're going to get, like get down with a lady, you got to clean that penis. That's what I'm saying. So well, 
Yeah. I mean, you should clean your penis either way. Well, no, no, I clean agree, your, but I'm saying you like... Know, PSA, clean your junk. P- um, PSA. Like, <laughs> 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 but yeah, he's like, I gotta, go, I gotta go scrub the junk down there. She's like, okay, great. And then, like, but it's like the time, t- the clock's <laughs> ticking and Gap is like, like pressuring her and then whenever like he comes back into his room which is gross as all get out like but then um at one point she brings the hammer out he's like but but sorry before that uh he he has his like sexy mixtape right to play it like the the love making mixtape as you yeah he, he did he, he did that prior to like, like, washing his nads yeah, but yes but yeah nonetheless it's like so when he comes back into the room he sees nita holding the hammer he's like you want to hit me with that don't you he's like well and i expected like, this eventually right like he's like i because you could also tell like as much as like hit like we find out that like the death of his wife wasn't premeditated because that's what gap is saying that he didn't plan on it however the heat of the moment he went ahead and did it anyway and then gap was like yeah dude was uh like hard when he did it meaning like he was into it, but it wasn't planned. This is what we find out. Right. Gap, Gap has like, um, um, uh, he's privy to information for all the bad people, right? So then, yeah, like yeah. his insight is like a lot more influencing towards Nita at this point. Yeah. It's like if it, honestly, I feel like if Nita didn't see all these images, how would she even feel, even remotely compelled, yeah, to do all of these things that she's just doing it at this point. Like she's like whole hog now. Like, well, we also, we also skipped the, there, was a brief, there was a brief bit when she had like the, the, um, the, uh, murder fancy of Vicky, like driving her into the countertop. We forgot about that, but like, just, you know, that she is capable, like in her own fantasies Love of like movie. doing things. Right. But then, so there's a whole thing with her dealing with this gentleman where it's like, he's like, I was a good husband and that's what pushed her to take the hammer and just like annihilate him. It is horrific. Yeah. Like, this is the, the scene that uh, uh, maybe some people probably couldn't handle. Yeah. Um, she was a basher. I'll, I'll just a put that disclaimer out there. Yeah. So then on the way out the door, she's about to leave and like, you know, like gaps with her. It's like, Oh, you got your second murder in. But then we find out that like, his younger brother like is living there as well and is witness to her leaving and then gaps like no witnesses and it becomes this very really awkward struggle where like it's really <laughs> I, I it is laughing. funny it's funny because neither <laughs> one of them know how to fight but like it is yeah. also upsetting because like neither one of them know how to fight and yeah neither one of them want to die either. yeah it's yeah, like- yeah no it's really funny but it's like also like sad because eventually the knife gets turned around and the younger brother gets stabbed in the heart and she apologizes. But the thing is, is like neither one of them have proficiency in the, the, the combat before that, which is funny, right? Like, let's be honest. Right. But then uh, she pulls the knife out. She keeps apologizing and then he dies. And then they go back to the, her flat and um, you know, like, um, like G- gaps, like, Oh, we're good. We're good. We're good. He looks at like the towels, but he's like, Oh, well that's not great. So he calls customer service. On the phone, the rotary what, what, phone. What was it? What was the phone number again? Six six six. Oh yeah, that's right. Six six six. The rotary. That's like, what I'm saying. This makes I me feel it. like Neil Gaiman, Terry Pratchett, like Good Omens type of thing, right? Like it feels like, like to find out there's a customer service line for demons. Like that's 
it's entertaining, right? Where he's like, oh, well, but something happened tonight and like the talisman's not reacting correctly. He's like, oh, oh shit. And he tells Nina, like, uh, he's like, I uh, like not Nina, but like, um, well, what's her name? Um, uh, Nita, not Nina. It's like, oh shit. Um, thank, thank, thank goodness that we got the younger brother before midnight because he was the innocent one. And the, the rule is you can't kill murderers. They don't count towards yeah. the three, towards what was being asked for Mayday. So turns out like taking yeah. away from the, the end game for, you know, Satan. Because yes. We want, we want the good. The good league up there. Well, because still. the whole thing is like the whole the whole thing was to take a person that was corruptible, meaning like they were good but they could be corrupted, versus somebody uncorruptible or somebody that's already killed somebody, right? Like that's where the sweet spot is. And so Nita yeah. is that sweet spot. And so then um the gap's like, oh well, things aren't great. We got another day to do this, and then she flips out. And he also admits to her, he's like, well, this is my first job. And if I fail, I'm going to end up in an endless void. And it's like, I don't know, man. Like, that right. feels, yeah, not, not yeah. demon, not demon high school or whatever. <laughs> it, like, yeah. there is like a certain void, like the, the, the absence of everything. Yeah. Sound, everybody. Like, there is just like this endless darkness that he's going to be subjected to. And she does. Nita doesn't know like really what that really encapsulates, but you can see legitimate fear in Gap's uh, appearance. Yeah, which there. I think is interesting to me that like he has he has skin in the game to make sure this happens correctly, right? So I dig that. Right. Also, he is um, he's frustrated with like the red tape of like what counts and what doesn't count because he wasn't aware of it. So I appreciate that too. So the next day, um, he's like, "Well, we got to pick the next person," and I'm like. Why not Vicky? Vicky should be. Let's be honest. Vicky should have been the next person. Whatever. Anyway, um, Vicky, Vicky should have been the first person. Yes, first, second, and third. Right. Yeah. But then and I just like that whole. Hey, maybe don't you think she get the? You know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I like that too. But then the whole thing is like, as uh, Nita's working that day, she's like, like, like fitting like an older lady with shoes, and then <laughs> the gap's like, you know, old people just want it to happen. <laughs> Thing. I love all that too. But before they even go to the job as they're walking through the store, he's like pointing out people the entire time, like potential victims. It's a fun. What about that? It's a what, fun, about, what about him? Yeah, what about your yeah, boss? Yeah. He was being very disrespectful to you. Oh, what? why not? And then all of a sudden it's like, here's this guy. Yeah. Yeah. So well, that, we that, don't want to talk about this. The, guy. So the, the, the person you're talking about is Michael Smart, the, the, the politician from earlier who oh, is oh, not. Wait a minute. Gap doesn't want to talk about that guy. Yeah. Well, because he's not part of the national front. Like he's not an overt Nazi. Right. So then was it Vicky goes to fit him for shoes because, uh, the, the manager is like, Oh, let him have shoes or whatever. Blah, 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 blah. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And then he says to her, he's like, who are you voting for? And she's like, well, the national front, because we go you know, like, basically she's like, I don't like minorities and they shouldn't be here. And then he's like, yeah, but they're the minority and they're talking too loud. And there's a really compelling moment of like, just because like, basically you get what he's saying is like, just because I'm not saying it doesn't mean the same thing. Right. And she gets it. And it's like, um, credit to Charlie Brooker. And like, you know, I uh, was, it, um, which, uh, Bisha K Ali. It's like, in this time it's like, Oh, as long as you stay polite and quiet, but you say 
you say like a loud thing, but like not alert people like, Oh, we're also racist. We get there. There's the commentary here, right? Like that's well, yeah. And and I, I think at this point now too, we have to bring to the point. It's like, there is like a weird hypnotism going on here. Like when we see, yeah. you know, this politician look right into her eyes and said, no, who are you voting for? I'm like, wait a minute. Is he playing for the other side? What is the other side right now? And we see uh, Nita witnessing this mm-hmm. the entire time. And that's kind of frightening because it's like, what do these people, whoever uh, uh, Michael Smart is, uh, have like this kind of empowerment, uh, empowerment over other people? It's like, so she's kind of seeing like, wait, is this real? Or like, who is this dude? Is he part of your guys? Plan like he he says. Well, the, the whole thing is like she. He, he's like he's like staring in the eyes. Is like like you understand like I am in a better position to kick out the minorities than than the loudspeakers, right? Like it's like it's the the it, you know not to to get into this too much, and you may not. He's the Josh Hawley of all of it. You know, what I mean, like it's just like oh, I'm going to speak in code and raise my fist towards the crowds during January 6th. But then when shit turns sideways, I'm going to run out like a little bitch, but like, Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. You know, but, type of thing. What, 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 yeah. But what we hear from gap though, it's like all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute. Is this guy part of the system? Like, well, no, but, why but, but are no, we because, not- because Nina's like, I want to kill him. And he's like, Oh no, 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 no. The powers that be like him because his actions kill so many more people. So that's the whole thing is like, like meaning he physically doesn't kill anybody, but because he's basically a corporate player in terms of the underworld. That's the thing because where he's uh, like a Hitler supplement. Like, yeah, no, we can like we can let him do his thing. Like for the way he's going to carry himself on, he's going to kill so many people by his actions and words than physically doing it. And so the powers that be are like, don't touch him. And then Nina's like, I want to. And then Gap's like, whoa, well, that's not. Basically, he's trying to keep a small time, and she's looking big picture, right? So that's the big conflict. But I also like whenever she's like, show me what he does. Um, and then, like, you won't get this because I know you've not seen him. Sorry. Sorry, Terry. Mm, you've not seen the rest of Black Mirror. Uh, but the whole bit with his ascension where he becomes basically Greg Stilson, there's a brief flash of, like, a weird robot dog for, like, a second. I don't know if you saw that. For a second, in the middle of all this, it was like, uh, a, like, yeah, it was, like it was just like a quick snapshot. It was like it was like a room of legs. I don't know if you saw that for a moment, there was there is an episode of Black Mirror called Metalhead. That is that 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 thing going along and targeting people. So I'm like, oh shit, you're you're okay, Brooker. I get what you're saying that like you think that because it's 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 the only black and white segment of the series. It's it's a really 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 cool segment, but you're like, oh shit, metalhead, you created that. Oh, you should not exist anymore. So, Nita, go get him. You know. So, and I I love that even though we have the police inspector putting the pieces together and questioning her, and then he she has enough of a, like a plausible deniability to get out of her apartment, and even though he's sympathetic about her position. I don't know, man. Like, I love the sequence of her uh, chasing down uh, Smart 
that's a fun sequence. Also with her grabbing the leather jacket and being like, I'm my own person. The music cues here, which I don't know the, those songs, but my God, that's a fun sequence. They're, they're really fun. And I, I like how the songs kind of build up in their own moments too, because mm-hmm. like, you could hear it, uh, like, especially in the beginning of the episode, you can hear this, uh, the alarm mm-hmm. playing a certain song, but then all of a sudden it becomes a little bit more, uh, pronounce mm-hmm. uh, the sound of it and it's not just coming from the alarm it is totally enveloping yeah um this is one of those things where like the music becomes so much more part of the the characters you know it's like it is uh influence for her to take that coat the coat is like it's empowering like she's mm-hmm. ca- she keeps on looking at this coat throughout the entire but i love that she and- leaves her own coat covered in blood and just walks out of the store. It's so I, cool. Dude, that was the best part of it, too. It's like, yeah. I'm leaving a part of me behind just so I can take this. And just seeing that blood splatter on but, it. It's like, but I also like that when she's in a little tiny car, she's about to leave. Like, she's so adamant about this. And then Gap's like, you've, you've changed. changed. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. It's a wonderful bit and of I, 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 no, no dialogue from her at all. She mm-hmm. just looks over looks back to the road and rolls like yeah. hell yeah girl yeah so then she ends up chasing down like eventually she chased down smart and gets him off the road wonderful sequence and then we have the cop chasing her as like the both of them and then there's the train which is fun that happens but then as she feels that he she run him off the road and thought he died because of the car accident but he was still alive she brings the hammer out and she's going to finish the job and then the inspector shows up and is like, you know, you don't have to do this. Um, that is, it's a powerful moment, but it's also like, it feels interesting to me that like smart, who has been talking about the other and talk about minorities, like being like the bad force and then almost, almost dying because of somebody of the, of that, like, you know, presentation. It's like, that has to hurt twice where it's like he lived but also now every one of his fears has been uh, realized, you know, like, yeah, yeah. It, be- it, it makes complete sense. And it's like, I, I think there is a, a weird sequence here that perhaps maybe people be like, man, you know, he might have a lot more ammunition to give to the public. Yeah. It, feel, like, it feels kind of smart. Self- smart if, is yeah. smart. <laughs> it feel, it <laughs> feels very self-fulfilling that like, if, if things were to go forward, like the way we think, that would have been the impetus for him to be much harsher, right? In terms of his messaging. But anyway, so we get to the police station. Uh, Nita tells the story of like, you know, Gap. And he looks like this guy from Bunny M. And supposed to kill some people. And she keeps looking at the clock. And like, nobody really believes her, but they're sympathetic. We get to midnight and nothing happens, right? And she, the look on her face, by the way, credit to the actress. It, it's <sighs> like true terrified. Yeah. Like, and it's like, and she's delivering everything with a complete, uh, stable frame of mind. Yes. And we, so we have the detective and, and her, uh, his counterpart. And it's like, so you mean this is going to happen right at strike of midnight. And she's like, yes. And I wish you guys would have let me go. Like, mm-hmm. let me fulfill my duty. Yeah. And so, so like the entire time, there is terror in Nita's eyes while she's looking at this. 
And I think that's a great shot. It is a great shot. And credit to the actress and all parties involved, right? Like, it is, it's wonderful. Well, I even forgot earlier when she was chasing down Smart and uh, Gap was, like, like trying to question everything. He's like, she's like, I don't need you. And he's like, I'm out, right? But then, so then we get to. Suddenly he shows up. We get to midnight, right? And everybody leaves. And then I thought that was great, too, that, like, the, the inspector and his, like, the, the younger person there, like they're trying to suss everything out where it's like, they're sympathetic, but they understand that like she's killed multiple people. Fair enough. And then they go walking out cause they hear the noise. They hear air raid sirens. They see a warheads being launched. Right. Um, it is one of those things. It's like, they realize it's like, Oh shit, th- this is for real. But um, we got um, gap going into the cell with Anita. He's like, Hey um, yeah, I failed. Um, I'm going to go into like non-existence. However, I looked at the bylaws. They didn't say I couldn't bring somebody with me. And she's like, oh, and basically the way he describes his future life. She's like, that's how I live now. And just, I'll let you describe the final shot of this. It is wonderful. It's, uh, it's artfully done. Um, so we get the, all the, the, the sirens, we get the, the whole police office, area being filled up right by the the windows right by him and we see the first bomb drop then all of a sudden the second one Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden people start embracing just a little bit and they're like oh my god then we see the third bomb drop and then all of a sudden now we see the 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 flash coming towards the police Mm -hmm. station and just the surprise on everybody else's face. And then this beautiful shot. Now we get the music that actually started in the beginning of the, the episode. song Bright too. Eyes, which is a wonderful song. Yeah. 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 And it, it, it's like, it's a good wraparound song. We get Gap and Nita walking out of the interrogation room together and slowly walking away from the blast, it is slowly approaching them from their backsides. Holding hands. And then they yeah. hold, then they, they grasp hands, and then the episode is done. Mm-hmm. And the music continues. It is such a beautiful scene. I, I, just, I, I just love this. I honestly love the shit out of this episode. And I'm glad that you recommended this, Paul. It, I mean, it was awesome, dude. I really had a good time with this. Okay, so tell me how you really feel. Uh, I hated okay. it. <laughs> Complete guard. No, but I, no, no, no. The guard just... was better. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, no! But my point is, like, I knew, I knew, like, a couple weeks ago after watching this, I was like, "Oh shit, this is Terry's jam so much!" Right? Like, it is. There's a wicked streak through this. There's like, um, like it's a wicked black humor episode. There is like, um, like just commentary humor and gore like i just yeah i i I think i think i know you well enough to know like what really hits you the right way and i knew this was like straight through your heart like right like it is like how can you have a happy ending with the world ending i don't know ask terry this is his jam you know like just (laughs) i like that i like that um I, I, I just think that just the balance of everything that's going on here with the characters and it, it, it's, it's such a bleak thing, but 
somehow you feel hopeful. It's bleak, you know? but it's, it's like, bleak for the world, but not bleak for the the main characters. Yeah, so that's like, what I'm saying. So, uh, Nita is like, and I don't think she did a great job as a person <laughs> for the, for the, because she just <laughs> murdered three people. But it's like she also got shit on for the longest period of time. It's like. Well, I, I'm yeah, like, I'm but, but also the like time. she's marginalized the entire time. That was the thing I meant to yeah. get to is like, like um, not to get into it too much, but it's like this um, British imperialism and like conquest of the world. It's like, Oh, you're taking over all these people from their walks of life. And you're going to absorb portions of what you to um, accept to be like appropriate. And, yeah. but then shit on everybody else. And the fact that do she's we, living we need in this, to talk about Hong Kong and South Africa. Yeah. There you go. But like, no, but I'm like, I guess I mean, I'm talking like India and Pakistan and everything else where it's like, they get just look at that history. It is horrific. But if you're going to bring like, if, if there are people that you have conquered quote unquote and brought into your empire and they're going to like be closer to your homestead in terms of like London. Um, and they're going to try to live their lives. And everyone's like, I don't, Things are different now. It's like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you all um, had the best lives because based upon the backs of all those people that you broke and killed to have um, the fortunes that you have locally, but you're not going to think too hard about it because how dare you, right? Like there's, yeah. but it's like, oh shit, you and I are talking about this in, you know, 2023 in a country that we live on that, um, you know, a long time, a lot of um, what made it successful was the oppression of others and the ownership of others. Oh, no. <laughs> to, oh, shit. Sh- 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 that never hot happened. <laughs> right? Like, I take Paul here. Hot, hot <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like, I like that, like, as much as our main character didn't want to hurt anybody, fair, like, right, right, rightfully so, right? She's put in a no win situation. But also the fact that uh, credit to Brooker and uh, was a Bisha Bisha K. Ali to make her a person in like the 70s of a particular time of being like the outsider where she's trying to save the world. But it's just, this is there's a lot of layers here, which is why I appreciate Black Mirror. What like good, bad, otherwise what she could say about the series like maybe maybe it's over like maybe it's too tired now maybe we're done i don't know i disagree Perhaps. but I, I i i i don't agree with that either it's like but it's like at the same point it's like these are the conversations that need to be had right now yeah like, but the, i mean the, we, the, this isn't this isn't a technology based episode which is what black mirror is known for which is why when brooker pitched this as a red mirror idea fun right there's a lot like Cool. You're gonna you're gonna get horrific. You're gonna get more supernatural. I'm in. Label a different. I'm completely in. I'm cutting you off. I apologize. That doesn't mean that the social commentary is not different, right? Like it's just right. Yeah. A mirror I is a reflective I, surface showing the like showing us our face, whether it be black, red, otherwise. Exactly, and I thank you again for inviting this one into our conversation because. Dude, I had a lot of fun with this, and I, I just I, – I've been trying to tell people about this episode in particular. I mean, outside of Black Mirror especially, it's like you need to watch Black Mirror because 
this is such an interesting conversation that you can have with anybody. But this episode is such a weird, rough watch. But at the same point, it's very controversial too. It's also you know? it's also like, upbeat and just like the characters work. I don't know. Like anyway, so yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed that. So we'll find out the algorithm, which is funny because it's more black mirror than red mirror that if they, um, if Netflix gives Brooker the go ahead to do a red mirror anthology, I'd love bring to see it, it, bring it, you know, like I yeah. want break, break our souls that much more. Well, so, so Tara, I'm going to let you know, there's one other episode of the five that is more supernatural than not. I'm not going to tell you which one of the other five of the season, you're going to figure it out on your own. There's one like before this that dips in the supernatural, which is not really what we've known before, but also Brooker's broken the format because of like San Junipero, right? It's is like, Miley Cyrus in it? No, that's the season before, which by the way, not the worst episode. <laughs> I'm just joking, right? That, 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 no, she's in the then. one from like season four where like, I know, like, I know. It's I mean, not, it's not the worst, but it's like, it's goofy, but it's not the, and there's some dark ideas in there. Like, don't, don't like hear me out. Like, I think my, my least favorite episode of this is, um, oh, what was it? Um, the one from series two is like the Waldo something, something, something where it basically called out like the coming of Trump. Like it is horrific in terms of like how real it is. I just, I hate that episode because it's not great, but how right it is. That's what I'll say about that. But anyway, um, also people are upset that the very first episode of Black Mirror involves the prime minister having sex with a pig. I mean, you know, as you do. <laughs> it's called the National Anthem. Uh, it is gross and weird, but it ends, it ends up with a pig uh, getting sexed. So... Terry, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, there yeah we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. I'm, anyway, at, yeah. I'm not going to say, but somebody I know uh, intimately doesn't like the idea of that episode. Uh, what, based <laughs> upon experience? <laughs> oh, I don't like I don't like the phrase making bacon. It just upsets me. Anyway, so, all right. All right. We're out. We're, we're, talk, we're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. So, we're, we're, we're just running out the door right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to jump right, out my yeah. window. You guys take care. <laughs> <laughs> all right so all right before, I, I can't forget my beer though hold on <laughs> no but before we we wrap it up here so let's just rate that twist as we do here that's what we do so i the twist rating is one through five one meaning we saw from a mile away and five meaning like mind-blowing um i don't know i'm gonna put this as a three because um I didn't realize this was a supernatural like thing, but once it kind of got in, I understood there's going to be rules. Cause this, this feels like this feels like good omens, but like the mean streak version of it. So I knew there was going to be like, um, I knew there's going to be strings attached. I didn't know how it was going to play out, but I'll give it a three. I'm going to give it a four because, um, when we finally see Nita in the interrogation room and the clock, takes past uh midnight something happens mm -hmm. i kind of i kind of thought something was going to happen i didn't know what it was going to be maybe the end of the world but yeah i kind Fair of enough. thought that yeah that, that something's going to happen it, it, you know it 
Uh, four. It's a, it's a four. I'm stumbling all over my words, but yeah, four. No, I'm, I just, I, again, for people who are listening, I hope that you watch this episode. I hope you've watched more Black Mirror because, um, please, like, it's it's so worthy. It's, it's such a great series. And uh, yeah. we've talked about it a couple of times during our run here. Um, I want to challenge Terry to other episodes that he's not watched, but I'm glad, dude, like I said, like, I, I love you. I know you. I knew this was like straight into your heart. I knew this was going to be something that you'd be all about. So I'm glad that you really, 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 really dug it. So, all right. Dude, you, you got it right, man. Like I, I, I actually, I'm glad that we could share this with the audience because I hope that there are some still audience out there and <laughs> <laughs> like God, I hope. Like, so. like you mean after um, the you mean after the Charlie's on season one? Do you think there's like two? Pe- it's me, you, and Richard. That's it. We're done. We're done. I think it's only our friends. But you know, like <laughs> for God's sake, like I, please watch this episode if you like. I, even I know, I know we throw out spoilers over and over again. Even if we put out spoilers, it's still a fun. It's fun episode. It really, really is. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it really was a uh, it was a it was a romp. It was really a good good time. Yeah. So all right. So um, yeah, let's just uh, before we um, get into what we're doing next, you guys can find us on Strange Highways at Facebook, uh, like we're Strange Highways uh, podcast um, at gmail.com. Like, let us know your thoughts, feelings about this. Um, wherever you find your podcast, rate and review us. That would be greatly appreciated. And also, um, like you find us on social media. Like let it let let us know what you want us to cover next. I know things like Stitcher is become like it's falling away in the next month, Terry. I don't know if you know about that or not. Like it's right. failed as a, a platform. So that's the only thing I can always remember. I'm like Stitcher, but that's going to be gone in a minute. But other ways you enjoy this podcast, let more people know. The more the merrier. If they're like, you know what, I'm not about like the H Twilight Zone. I get it. It's been weird. But if you enjoy Black Mirror and then like what we're going to talk about next and a couple, we've not plotted out the next couple weeks. Uh, however, your all's input would be greatly appreciated. So please let us know. Um, share the show. I hope you enjoyed the conversation because I always feel like as much as Terry and I ramble on, um, you're always the third person and you're always welcome to the table. You're part of the devil's alphabet. I don't know what that means, but anyway, but like you're, you're the green minty ghost. Watching us, right? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 all all those and above. Yeah, um, yeah so we we yeah. we cherish all these different um, conversations with people that we have on um, social media and uh, um, just the recommendations. Like those are so important to us at this point right now because if we don't do them right this moment, we will do them in the future. I mean, we've had plenty of recommendations yes. in the past, and we've had a lot of fun with that. Um, yeah, the but, more the merrier. And it's, I, I don't know, man. Like, we'll we'll figure out when we come back to season two of the Age Twilight Zone, but it might be a minute. Like, it's just it's it, like it's going to be a smaller season versus just what we went through. But I think we deserve a little bit of breathing room, right? That like I'm not cutting yeah. off, but I think we deserve some time off. Um, it's going to be fun. So yeah, please let us know. And like we're on Spotify, you said. I think you said that we're also on Instagram. Let us know your thoughts. Yeah, yeah we appreciate all of that. Um, but yeah, um, I'm sorry, Terry. I'm cutting off. Any, anywhere else people find us, like Yelp, um, DoorDash. <laughs> if you want us to bring you pod, podcasts, I don't know. 
Like, your 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 CD friends on the the corner. Can I can I, can I interest you in a podcast? Yeah, farmers um, only. I, I might um, be that guy. So, yeah. uh, plenty of fish. You know, whatever. Anyway, J date. I don't know. Anyway, so <laughs> All right. birthday party soon. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> uh, clowntown.com, Whatever you find. Whatever clown, you find. Clowntown. <laughs> Excellent. That's. I think you might find something really weird there. No, no, um, like, don't do it. Don't do it. That's All right. supported. All right. So <laughs> let's talk. It. Let's let's talk about what we're doing next. <laughs> And now, Mr. Surly. So next episode, uh, one, uh, Terry doesn't want to admit this. It's your birthday week coming up. It's your birthday. It is. You're turning, yeah, I'm you're turning, turning 18. 40. Tur- oh, oh, okay, fine. All right. So I asked you what we would like to talk about because you um, obviously, like, you're co-host of the show. And you pitched a wonderful thing for us to talk about. So we're going to get into um, the made-for-TV movie, Duel. Um, which yeah, man. Yes. Oh, yeah, I'm man. super excited because there is a lot of DNA uh, in terms of this film, in terms of who did what and how it ties into our podcast and the Twilight Zone and the powers that be. Um, I I think this film it's a made for TV film. I love this movie. We have some Dennis Weaver. We have some other things going on. Um, we'll get into some other people. Yeah, like I am so excited about this dude because it is something that we've been circling for a very long time. And God, if you could ever think of a suspenseful film, this makes a made for TV film. It has no right being as good as it is. Yes. And I we, did a major yes. like I like doing themes for um, film watching with my wife, and this was a made for TV uh, TV uh, theme, uh, and it is terrifying. It is it's awesome. No, it's a great film, and I cannot wait to get into it because there's some pedigree here and there's some history here. We'll get into that more next week. Uh, so yeah, so that's going to do it for this week. Um, everybody have a good week, have a safe week, and then we're going to come back next week for Terry's birthday week, talking about some duel. Um, in the yeah, meantime, yeah. yes. What I said, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, in the meantime, I'm just, I'm just so excited because I, I want everybody to be there. Be at my birthday podcast. <laughs> like, yes, please. Yeah, celebrate. Right. Just uh, I don't know. Like do some like like what do you like the the the, the um, streamers and party favors and just I don't know. Take your clothes off. I don't know. Put like, some party hats on. I mean, like party hats. I'm, I'm down. Do some helicopters. You know. what <laughs> You know, whatever. So, yeah, that's going to do it for this week. crazy. Yeah, everybody have a good week. At, at your week. house. Yeah, at my house. <laughs> In the meantime, um, don't kill three people. Don't kill two people. Don't kill one one people. Um, that's bad. Don't listen to Domino's. That's what I got to say about that. Uh, don't anybody get you down about your, what you're eating at your lunchtime.
But when his drinking, lusting, and his hunger for power became known to more and more people, the demands to do something about this outrageous man became louder and louder.